content. Say Bible Podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. I'm Natalie. And I'm Kathleen. And off top, apologies. This is super late. We've been plagued by illness and fucking graduations. Yeah. Graduations. So it was a little Happy difficult. Birthday. Oh my God. High school graduates. Graduations are such a scam. Like, they make you like come to this big stadium. There's only two speeches, and then they just read everybody's name. And I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. Yeah. There's gotta be a I better way. We did like the like Maine's graduation. Mm-hmm. It was just a speech from the president and then like a keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And then every college did their own. Yeah. Like breakout things. So like yeah. most of them were pretty small. So that way your teachers could like say something nice about you. Yeah. But high school. And then I went to an eighth grade graduation today. Oh my God. You, you would have thought they were like graduating from college the way these families were acting. So I mean, I, my graduating class in high school is 150 students. So it went by pretty quick. <laughs> Mine was small too. Cause I went to a private school. So when I go to these public school ones, I'm like, there's too many fucking kids here. God, my sister went to Chico state and there was like, I don't know how many people graduating and it was raining. Oh God. And we had to stay the whole time because she was like in the middle of the alphabet. I was like, bring back uh, social distancing. Yeah. No, we do. We'll get COVID not coming. We have a lot to talk about today. So we're not going to do Tyra Mail. We decided we're going to do a separate episode next week just for Tyra Mail. We're also going to start putting that the episodes out on Fridays because we just felt like we're so behind the keeping up the way their schedule is. And it, and for some reason it's fallen that we've had to watch two episodes and I do not want to watch two episodes of this show. No. <laughs> Wait, so we're going to start doing them on Thursday, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. They'll come out on Friday. We'll record it. There's okay. Yeah yeah. 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 Okay. That makes more sense. That way we can like, keep up. Cause I, I refuse to watch two episodes of this shit. I just can't yeah, I don't have it in me. Um, since we recorded though, Courtney got married in Italy in a very tacky wedding. Um, I'm kind of <laughs> glad that we ended up not recording that week because I feel like as it was happening, it seemed really interesting and exciting. Like, what do people wear? Blah, 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 blah. And But it ended up being kind of underwhelming. Yeah, that's a good word. So. It was <laughs> underwhelming. There was no celebrities there. I do not consider Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly a celebrity in my yeah, world. That was, like, as close as. <laughs> um, it was definitely the whitest wedding the Kardashians have yeah, seen in a very long man, time. The man that was with Devin Booker that they called Corey Gamble because apparently – there's not a black person in that editor's room to be like, not every older black man is the same. Man. Right. Carl was there. <laughs> uh, Landon's friend, Carl, got a lot of camera time. And all oh, it's Carl's birthday this week. So love Carl. Happy birthday, I, Carl. There were some questions over on Ryan's uh, So Bad is Good with Ryan Bailey's um, podcast. Oh, okay. Um, one of our loyal Dutch disciples is also in his Facebook group and had said, had they were trying to track down what happened to Corey and she said that we had thought it was COVID. Um, I still stand by that. I don't mm-hmm. think him and Chris had anything like deeper than that, but apparently he was at a recording studio at some mm-hmm. point. So mm-hmm. the thing is with COVID and restrictions is it's like, it just depends on timing and yeah. who actually cares. So traveling is yeah. different because if you travel to Italy and you test positive, you cannot come back to America. Yeah. Like yeah. uh Italy's a lot more strict. So he might have like not been in the window or something. I don't know. Like I said, 
that was my take. Not that like he didn't get invited or they broke up or something. Yeah, they clearly are still together or whatever the hell's going on with them. Yeah, Pete wasn't right. Pete wasn't there because he was doing Rob his wasn't last, even there. <laughs> last show of SNL. So that's why yeah. he wasn't there. I wrote down actually who all wasn't there. My notes. My Rob notes. wasn't there. We did find out that Mason was there. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't think cousin Cece was there. No. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Scott wasn't there. Rob wasn't there. Dream wasn't there. Corey wasn't there. True wasn't there. Saint Shy and Sa- Sam. <laughs> Psalm wasn't there. The Malikas weren't there. Jen Atkins weren't there. Miss Jonathan wasn't there. And Caitlin was not yeah. there. Simon and, and his um, husband were there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, it was fairly intimate. And then it was funny because it was, like, literally sponsored. Although Dolce & Gabbana was like, we didn't sponsor it. We just offered to host. It's like, yeah, right. sure. Right? <laughs> uh, it was at their, like, private villa or whatever. It's just interesting because not only are Dolce & Gabbana, like, really bad people, they literally called the Kardashians, like, trashy. Yeah. Not that yeah. long ago. So it's just yeah. kind of funny. Like, they're trying to, like, come back into relevance and Travis and Courtney as well as Chris and Corey went to that big like extravagant Versailles or whatever like mm-hmm. fashion show they had like a year ago that was when Courtney and Travis kind of like first were at launching their PDA so I they must have like said then oh if you guys ever get married like we'll let's we'll do it you know so well it definitely was a some type of deal was going on because even Chris was like at the Dulce Gabbana pop-up shop and it's like why would you go to a pop-up shop you can also tell because they really went out of their way to keep saying we're wearing Dulce and Gabbana Dulce and Gabbana like Dolce & Gabbana does like home goods now, home homewares. So there mm-hmm. was like all the plates and all the yeah, yeah. table linens were all Dolce & Gabbana. So, and they have a very distinct look. I get it. Like the aesthetic, I get it. My take was they were going for the 1990s Bas Lerman, Romeo and Juliet. Was the execution there? <laughs> No, it looked like... Um, Could they have just hired Baz Luhrmann's uh, costume coordinator? It was very mob wives. They looked all looked like a bunch yeah. of mob wives. Even Courtney's whole thing with like wearing the short dress. Like, I get that. I'm going to wear a short dress to get married. But it's like, why was it a corset that was a different color white than the lace part? Why does everything fit her so poorly? And why the weird net gloves that she's worn like 700 times like I think it was an opportunity to do something slightly more elevated yeah yeah in her other looks but I don't know and I think too because they're wearing so many vintage or archive pieces I don't think you can tailor those right not too much in theory but also like what are Stefano and what's his face doing? Make a new one, you know, like, and even Kim, like the ones that she wore that were supposedly archival, like some of them you could tell, like the one that Naomi Campbell wore, the version she wore is a little bit different. There are, they had a different version that the other lady, I can't remember her name off the top of my head wore, but still Kim doesn't fit runway styles from the nineties. Yeah, it was. And the thing that kills me, especially Kim, Courtney, I understand because she got married, but Kim, Stop posting pictures from that weekend. Like it wasn't. 
we're over it. it we're, it's done. The moment you guys thought it was right. Like, it's done. We we get it. You got you all were in Italy cool. in these very terrible clothes. We and got it, just, it. It was funny because like I I felt like all the elements were there. Like I said, as a theme, that's actually yeah. a good theme. Yeah, and the excitement of like everybody getting off the boats and arriving and everyone was looking to see what they wear. Like we had, they had our attention. I'm not yeah. too ashamed to admit that, but like, again, the execution wasn't there. Even like what Kylie and Kendall wore were like classic Dolce and Gabbana prints, but they were so dull and like matronly looking on them. It's like, come on. Like, yeah, I think what you're basically saying, like it did have our attention because it happened over the weekend and nothing's happening, but I don't think we were genuinely, I think they, we lost interest pretty quickly yeah, <laughs> in that weekend. Exactly. And then I, Kim, meanwhile, takes like five years to like Photoshop her pictures and put them out yeah. because the, it's not even because she wants to Photoshop them. It's because she's a bitch who <laughs> likes extra attention. So she knows that if she got lost in the fray she wouldn't get the same attention as if she doesn't that's why she's always like oh my god have you guys heard of stranger things i just heard about it bridgerton oh my yeah, god have you like, guys seen this <laughs> i will say though i like the veil it was really weird how they kept saying it was designed after uh travis's head, head tattoo because i'm like mm-hmm. that's the virgin mary yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just the virgin mary like it's not unique yeah uh, i don't know how catholics fail. i don't know how catholics feel about basically that was the theme of the wedding yeah catholicism like, we're catholic <laughs> but we have sex a lot yeah um, it was whatever it, catholics yeah. are assholes I, as a as a fallen catholic myself we <laughs> don't listen to our opinions on anything like i said i liked it a la like the Baz Luhrmann, um, Romeo and Juliet. I definitely think that could have been really cool if they nailed it. They got close in some pieces. Best dress, though, I'm giving to Landon. Landon is these girls up. Landon didn't leave a single crumb, baby. Not one in Italy. Travis is hit or miss. Like one day he's like dressed like a a vampire monk. And then other times he has really well tailored suits. Uh, and I just, Courtney has the je ne sais quoi to not give a fuck. She has that energy. But I want someone to give a fuck for her and tailor her clothes right. Monica Rose. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, like, I can't stress it enough. Come back, Monica. Please. She does have like a generally like disheveled, like possibly sedated like vibe <laughs> to her right now. Which Yeah, yeah. I, maybe it's love drunk. But again, somebody... Courtney knows how to dress. Somebody step in and tailor her clothes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, Landon, best dress, hands down. Absolutely. Landon brought it. Um, I don't think there's much else to say about the wedding. It was like Kathleen said, it was super, super small. I did hear a rumor that they might have another something here stateside. They don't need to. I'm here <laughs> to tell you, Courtney, if you're listening, it is quite <laughs> all right. We're good here. We're good here. <laughs> we are good over here. We're done. We're done. It um, was fun for like a few hours there. And then yeah. when it was over with, it was, it was kind of just like, all right, never, oh, anyway. And, and also when the weekend of the wedding, I had the worst stomach flu or food poisoning. I don't know what was going on. I was puking my brains out. So being super sick and having a fever and looking at these wedding pictures was yeah. nauseating. <laughs> um, and like, like I said, it was like, if, if, if we had anticipated we had to do an episode on it, we yeah. had to pay more attention, but it was kind of yeah. nice to just enjoy it as a fan. Yeah, and then yeah, also, yeah. like, uh, the school shooting was that day last yeah. week. And I was in, at work in Vegas, and mm-hmm. my bae 
right for Drew Bay as a teacher. So I was like super like out of it as it yeah. was. So the last thing on the goddamn planet <laughs> I wanted to talk about that day. Courtney's first wedding. Even the wedding would have been interesting, more interesting than the show. Yeah. The episode. But I didn't want to talk about any of these people. I didn't even want to talk to my coworkers. I didn't want to. I just wanted to go hide. Yeah, it was rough, (laughs) rough week here in America, as usual. I always think like other countries probably are so fucking scared to come here because they probably think I'm going to get shot as soon as they step off the plane. They're probably right. All you hear about. Um, okay, so moving on to Kim News. Kim is now the, um, I can't remember, the some made-up title for Impossible Meat. The head taste influencer. I don't know what the fuck. Some made-up shit. And people were saying she wasn't really eating in the commercial. And then, of course, she then puts out a video of her actually the annoying eating bitch it. that she is. She's like, see, I'm not a liar, you guys. That's on, gaslighting, guys. Kim. That's gaslighting. You <laughs> lie a bunch so that people don't believe anything. Come on, guys. I was like, oh, I didn't. I, I mean, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't think it was a thing enough to comment on. I'm like, I'm- I think like people feel like gaslighting is overused as a term. But literally what it means is that you flood people with so many things that they don't know are true or not, that they don't believe anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can lie at That's will. where I'm at. That's where I, I will talk about when we talk about the episodes, because I'm at that. I don't believe anything now. Even when she, like, Pete called her during the confessional, I'm like, this is not a real, fu- what, huh? No, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, I can't do this right now. I can't do this right now. Are you really on the phone? That's and that's what it's I just question every fucking thing now. I'm like, <laughs> But um, so that's that. If you care about that, I think impossible meat. I understand vegetarians and vegans and all that want a meat alternative, but that shit is poison. It's literally manufactured. How can that be healthy? And for since you? when was she the first vegan on the planet, <laughs> or even the most famous one? Beyonce talked about being vegan like five years ago. Like I just hate that. Again, Kim waits to attach herself to stuff so that she gets extra attention for it. Well, we've been hearing about those tacos. Her like, vegan tacos on Poosh for like two all, not plant based meat has been around for a long ass time. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I wouldn't recommend. I just I don't know. I would rather just not eat meat than eat a meat yeah. <laughs> alternative. Well, and I'm certainly not going to listen to Kim. Kim is not <laughs> the person I'm going to trust as to whether or not this is a good alternative to meat. Yeah, I just wouldn't. I mean, people fuck with Impossible because they, and I watched the documentary where they literally found out the chemical in bacon that makes people like bacon and they, but to me, I'm like, this is all manufactured. If you're like going to go out of your way to be a vegetarian, shouldn't you do it the healthy way? I don't know. Well, I'm just You saying. know what? If you get a food processor, you can grind all kinds of beans and get stuff. some black beans. Make okay? a patty. Like, yeah. <laughs> make a patty yourself. Um, also, big news. Kim dropped is dropping a skincare line. Oh, I don't know I why I'm laughing. Gonna say that like you got a book launch or something. Not yet. <laughs> I was like, no one cares. She's been teasing this skin thing for so fucking long. Well, and I think I read an article. They said she's rebranding. So I'm like, oh, so she's planning on thankfully not bringing the makeup back, and now it's just skin. Well, and again, these crazy people. The show is 
we say this every episode, the new show is so much more calculated because they want us to think it's not calculated. Mm -hmm. And so it's like even worse that like this past week's episode comes out the same time she launches Skin and talks about skincare and how dermatology, dermatology, and Pete talk about skin. Like I was like, come on, like, <laughs> come on. Well, again, I guess I should wait for the episode. But I was more shocked when she said Pete's obsessed with skincare, and I'm like, then why does the he? Look I've like been he's seeing dying, right? <laughs> that corpse you're dating is obsessed with skincare. Well, Noxzema, like what's his skin, Clearasil? What skincare is he using? What are you talking about? Anyway, we'll get to that. But um, things you should know about this skincare line, it's motherfucking expensive. Not even exaggeration. There's a night oil, which I think might be the most expensive. It's 95 fucking dollars. Yeah. This is obviously not for me. It's not marketed towards me. Well, in, you know, if you- it's similar to wine. Like, uh, I went to Cal Poly where viticulture is like the big thing. Mm-hmm. And in wine, there's like a whole strategy behind how you price point wine. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it's not that like cheap wine is low quality, expensive wines, high quality. Yeah. There's some truth to that, but there really is like, if you want to make a s- small amount of a certain wine and target it to a certain type of crowd, be it wine club or like a winery, tasting room, blah, blah, blah. The price is different. Yeah. So that it informs the person like what they're getting, you know, like there's a whole like science behind it. And so it's like, I, the first instinct I had when she made it expensive and started talking about natural ingredients and all that BS is she's again, jumping on another bandwagon. That's not hers. (laughs) And going for the like poosh goop, uh, so you know, socially aware person that might spin more for something that has less toxins in it, and it's just it's just stupid. It's sounds like in this economy, bitch. Um, but I will say to Kathleen's point, price assumes quality. So was I mad at her that she you know jacked up the price? No, because she wants people to think it's like some luxurious. Yeah, product either no and unfortunately some people fall for that quality it might be high quality but i don't trust the woman yeah 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 the the messenger (laughs) impulsively it's hard enough to pick skin products yeah as it is it's such a saturated market and people are so much more aware of their options now because of the internet Ooh, that it makes it that much harder, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that she's sort of taking advantage of that, knowing that she has a big platform that she could somehow like have an advantage, but it's kind of like, why you, you know? <laughs> well, I think, I think you, I mean, offer a good question, even with like the impossible meat, it's kind of like, why, why do you want to do this yeah. for someone who's a billionaire? Um, it's like, why would you even want to do a skincare line? I would imagine that would be boring and very like, because Rihanna has a skincare line, but that's within Fenty. It's not yeah. really. And I think I've they've sent me like the full line pretty much. And the only thing worth a damn is the moisturizer. And that's bare. I would barely tell you that shit is crap. The toner. No, the face wash abysmal. Like the only the moisturizer is good. So 
I say that because, you know, it's a celebrity line. Yeah. And unfortunately, celebrity lines don't have the best reputation of being, well, especially like, in I'm skin. willing to try a celebrity's lipstick because that's something that's like for fun and you're not yeah. going to wear it every single fucking day. Yeah. But like, yeah, like the skincare, I don't know. I just. It's risky. I, again, I wonder if companies come to them. Yeah. If, they're companies that are already making similar products, so they're just like diversifying their like <laughs> output. Uh, but it's interesting because I said this about skims a long time ago, how you used to be able to find knockoffs before skims existed. So like yeah, you yeah. used to be able to find that similar fabric. And then all of a sudden you couldn't find them anywhere. And it took a while before knockoffs started like kind of floating back to the surface. So Speaking of weddings, like I was trying to look for like a bodysuit to wear under this dress that like just shows all the like lines and stuff. And it was nearly impossible to find anything between the like weird Shein straight from China stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Skims. Like Skims was like flooding it. Mm -hmm. And I was this close to just being like, fuck, I'll just buy Skims because I could not find anything in between and finally after like a decent amount of searching I found something um that was like somewhere in the middle because there's like Spanx makes some yeah. but they're like $150 and I'm like mm-hmm. ordering online so I'm like I don't I'm you know so it's like it was really hard to find that middle price point that yeah. she has and it almost just makes me wonder I don't think they're smart enough to strategically do that I really think they go to like manufacturers and like buy people out or like pay them like to stall rollouts I don't know I don't know how the dark back alleys of business works but that's what it makes me wonder it's like she gonna do that with skincare like is she gonna try to like drown out Lori Harvey's skin <laughs> right so, well, and then there's like another skin in the mix now too someone's like I'm skin plus at least like whatever I don't plan on buying Lori Harvey's or Kim so I'm not really paying attention to that yeah. um but I will say it'll be interesting to see if Kim gives a statement on that you know she's like randomly addresses things um the skincare buying her skincare is risky because I've noticed that they will fucking quit a product in a minute. Yes. So if you like the night oil and then she can pop up in two years saying, oh, I'm discontinuing skin and starting a new that's, journey. It's like, I mean, what? that's part of what makes me think they get approached by vendors that mm-hmm. already have like a decent amount of like the supply or the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when well, it runs out, they have to decide if they want to do it again. Like it's almost like a test pilot, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just wondered, not so much who owns it, quote unquote, but like, yeah, how is is it? Is this a, because you had KKW Beauty, is it basically still under Cody and you yeah. just change? So I don't know. Um, I, yeah, it's always, they're none of them, they're not building these from the ground up. Sorry. But it's interesting. Um, like Kim always weaves, we always joke, like she always weaves these stories, yeah. lies. Yeah. As to how this was always like a dream of hers. And she says she uses her own product. Bitch, it just came out. Like, how are you using it? Second of all, you said you would eat poop to look younger. So, like, we already know you're going to, like, Dr. Diamond and getting the – every treatment that there is, you have a nutritionist, a chef. You're not having to stress about working late at night or, like, taking care of your kids. Like, 
all these prerequisites to giving you decent skin (laughs) as a jumpstart. So don't tell us your stupid products that just came out are like what you use and believe will make you like eternal youth. Uh, But it's like, it's a nine step routine. Yeah. It's just, I, I just nine. I don't get the tie-in. Like Kim Kardashian is not someone who I think has naturally nice skin. Like she even talks about how much she has psoriasis. Like I would love if she said, I came up with something that helped my psoriasis. Yeah, like an oat I get milk eczema and the shit you yeah. have to get from the the pharmacist barely works. So if yeah. someone who had eczema was like, uh, I made a better thing, I would probably believe them. Mm-hmm. And it's like Kat Von D, I remember back before she was like a Nazi or whatever the hell she is now. She, uh, she came out with a makeup line that was supposed to be really good for covering up dark yeah, spots. Ta- yeah, she's on but her because she has so many tattoos. Like it made sense, and she wears like heavy makeup. She wears that like pinup girl style makeup. Yeah, so it made sense. Like that was her marketing. Was that like it? I know how to cover up tattoos, so that's was the impetus for this. Like Kim, it's like. What's the connection here exactly? Like even Just- the skims at the beginning, the shape where. I got it. Yeah. Was there a need for it? Not necessarily, but I got it. This skincare thing is like a reach. I'm like, I really don't want to hear from a rich person how their skincare is going to save my skin. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I told her about the plates. I was like, girl, why are you selling plates? (laughs) The plates are going to come out. I'm telling you. After Chris showed her weird plate closet and the Dolce & Gabbana people have their yeah. own plates. Like, the plates are coming. The plates are fucking coming. Kylie has, like, a patent or whatever for home, home goods. Mm-hmm. Under all that, like, shit with Lou Taylor. Ooh. Ooh. So. Ooh. The plates are coming, and they will not run Natalie her check. <laughs> at all um there's something oh i do like the packaging because it's a little reminiscent of like a yeezy moment and i i'm a sucker for packaging i just recently like i tried to like buy a fancy body wash i bought that wee shit from jen atkins and that other body wash that's like necessity or something like that all like 25 28 and i just i was gonna reorder and i was like i don't even really like that stuff i just like the packaging and i went back to dove uh so (laughs) the best thing i do because i am i mean i'm a graphic designer so i totally feel you like and i am like a drugstore junkie i have to like cut myself off because everything's seemingly functional and affordable yeah yeah and so and packaging is like that is such a competitive market that like packaging is literally what sells the product so i have to like brainwash myself but (laughs) when i do actually get skin stuff Mm -hmm. i because now with Instagram, it's so hard. You don't know if people have been given product or paid. Right, or right, right. It's, it seems like a really great idea. And then you're like, fuck. I swear by Ulta and Sephora have some of the most like die hard consumer faces yeah. mm-hmm. and just like a plethora of reviews. So I've become such a review reader. <laughs> yeah. And like a lot of them are taking after the like Nordstrom does this now, Rent the Runway does this, where people say like, their height their weight or and like with sephora yes, looks, like yes. their skin type like mm-hmm. what Pictures. was i trying to fix like yeah. they asked us a question so i will read like 500 reviews before i buy a lotion <laughs> i read so. reviews before i bought dove soap so i think exactly <laughs> and it's like but i'm not gonna like google like reviews because you just don't know what's like paid yeah and even like reviews on websites are hard because 
working in marketing, I know they, they call it astroturfing where companies will either have their employees or like friends of, or even pay people to go write stuff, which is they try to like stop people from doing that. Cause it's really bad, but there's ways to get around it. But the P I, the average Sephora Ulta purchaser slash reviewer is a very diehard <laughs> skincare person. And so mm. I trust them with my life. Even the dermatologist used to try to sell me shit. And I yeah. knew that she was getting commission from whatever, yeah. cause they yeah. have like one or two products. It's the same with like a salon. Like they're yeah. going to sell, there'll be a Redken partner. Like they're not going to sell five shampoos and tell you which one's best for you. They're going to yeah. sell you what they're getting commission on. Yeah. And I think Kylie cosmetics got caught up in Kylie's skin about the reviews not being real or when people left a negative one, they noticed it didn't post. So you're not wrong. But anyway, the skincare, if you do get it and love it, that's great. Um, oh, it's a refillable one, but that's just the trend now with all like a lot of beauty products. Like Pharrell has a skincare line and that's his whole thing I'll too. Tell Rihanna you, does that. Off the top, someone who's had skin, I got skin problems later in life. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a rude awakening. <laughs> I got lucky and cruised through high school with two siblings that had really bad acne. And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, my acne came in my second puberty in my 20s. Uh, and now it's dry and wrinkly and all these other things, <laughs> dark spots, you name it. Uh, the best thing that you can do, not, there's not an amount of product you can use or money you can spend. Drink a shit ton of water. Starts from within. <laughs> drink a shit ton of water. Go to therapy or whatever to keep your stress manageable. Yes. And sleep when you can. Exactly. It's and wear sunscreen. Within. For the love of God, wear sunscreen. Even if you're not pale. Like oh, I obviously I, wear, I always wear sunscreen. <laughs> it's good. It brightens your face. Yeah. And it also, if you have dark spots, that's how you get rid of dark spots. You use yeah. sunblock. And you use it over your moisturizer. Don't put on sunblock and then put moisturizer over it. Crazy. Yeah. I have gotten better at the the order of skincare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I've learned a lot more of, like, when you get out of the shower, you're done washing your face. Like, the order of which yes. you put stuff on, it gets in your skin better. Exactly. So, like, that makes a big difference. Another thing that makes a big difference, lotion, moisturizer, is a seal. Yes. To keep moisture in. Mm -hmm. So, if whatever you put, whatever you wash your face with dries your face out, and then you just shove lotion on it, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And (laughs) try to put. And then when you say order, would you agree it's the thinnest to the thickest? Yeah. It's like serum. Yeah, the toner. Serum. Serum. To moisturizer. Moisturizer, sunblock. And sunblock. And then if you have a spray, like sometimes I'll put like rose. Rose petal. Water. Rose water. Yeah, me too. I'll do a little, just a little refresh. Um, Also, you said something else I was going to ask you about. Oh, fuck it. I can't remember. But um, yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) If this was like a normal conversation, I would sit here and think, but (laughs) record it. And we're not experts. I'm just. At all. I read a lot of shit I learned on TikTok. (laughs) I still am. A lot of my acne that I get is cystic. It's hormonal based on stress or my diet. So <laughs> if you do all the things right, there's all these other things. <laughs> mine is just time of the month. Yeah. It's my time of the month. I'm like, ah. But um, 
And don't touch your face as I'm touching my face. As I'm touching my face. The zit patches I'm wearing two right now, those have saved my life. They help heal, but really more importantly, they keep me from touching. Because that's where I get my scars is that I just, I'll have the tiniest sit and I'll just touch it forever, especially working from home. It's gotten so much worse. And I will say real quick about sunblock, the two, the best sunblock, if you wear makeup, especially super goop, it's, it's a long oh, yeah. enough expensive side, but super goop's really good because they have one that's like really sheer that you can wear on your face if you wear makeup. Um, the other one is uh, black girl sunscreen from Target. I'm sure the whites can use it too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good because on darker skin, sometimes sunblock can leave like the film or like that, yeah. like thing. So that's well, why I get even the- like, um, like I remember this makeup artist that came to our sorority for a dance once and like she told us all to not wear sunscreen because it hit the flash would like hit it. Yeah, yeah. And we it like reflects. But that was also like 15 years ago. I think yeah. a lot of the sunscreens now have like figured that out. Like yeah. less zinc content or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, so keep that in mind. It's like if it's like your wedding or something, like don't put on the thick crazy stuff but I was surprised and knock on wood because it'll probably pop up that's the main thing I looked at Kim's skincare line I thought she would do something with SPF in it I was really surprised that there wasn't either a just a straight up sunblock because that would be kind of cool I think a skincare line that has a sunblock is essential or at least a moisturizer with sunblock in it and I was very surprised because that's so super she doesn't right now. need it Natalie because <laughs> she's a thriving Latina slash African thriving Latina slash <laughs> Armenian speaking of oh god I oh god no the worst line of this whole episode oh, and no. it was hard because the entire thing was painful was when she was like yeah I mean it's crazy who'd have thought like a 40 year old woman would be in Sports Illustrated first of all that's already happened second of all she's like I think I'm the first Armenian yeah. woman Am oh. I the first? a lot of firsts here I was just like I wanted to throw up it's just like White lady, it's okay to be white. Like you just white, honey, sweetie. Or like be it's cool to be Armenian when they like talk about Armenian genocide becoming recognized. It's cool when they go there. It's cool if they talk about the food. Like, but like to act like it's a first of anything, much less sports illustrated, who fucking cares? But like, oh, it's a first. But no one is like avoiding putting Armenian women in the public eye that's yeah exactly like exactly the first woman to do this or the first black person to do this because they've been snubbed for way (laughs) too been allowed to do it (laughs) it's actually a sign of how fucked up our society is when it's the first of especially when we're still doing first in 2022 the fact that you can be like the first black woman to win it's like it's 2022 she's the first black woman like beyonce is the first black woman to headline coachella like it should be like can you believe it took 200 years to do this like (laughs) in the history of sports illustrated it's the first time they ever bothered to seek out diversity that would be the headline but also like there was never uh institutionalized or systemic yes. reason armenians were not being put in sports i'm the first italian woman on the cover <laughs> of essence i'm the first no i i think it'd be pretty hard for me to be the first to just about anything i'm about as generic as they come yeah <laughs> right you're about as white privilege as they come. <laughs> 
Well, that's why I said you could like, I'm the first white woman to be on Essence. This is the yeah. cover. It, Essence. I could be the first white woman that uses the black girl sunscreen from Target. Exactly. Yes, tutorial. That, you know, how fucking funny that is to me to imagine you or white girl being like, hey guys, today I'm going to be reviewing black girl sunscreen from I'll Target. I'll tell you what, the grocery outlet by us. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of like uh, shampoos and conditioners and yeah. stuff and it, like I said I get like super excited by something I haven't seen before yeah and I've come to realize again problems with their society in regular drugstores they literally lock all the fucking black people products which is disturbing yeah. right 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 Grocery outlet and truggy, they don't, it's everything's on the same shelf. Letting it rock. Like, I came to realize I bought this shampoo and it smells so good, but my hair is just way too white person flimsy fine. And it was like not rinsing out. And it just like, and I finally looked at the bottle and I was reading all the descriptors and I was like, I think this is for black people. Did it start, uh, did you read the back? And it was like, hey, queen. <laughs> but it's just like thinking about the ingredients. And I was like, and like reading more, like what the texture was for. I was like, like shea oh, butter. I Don't think I probably should have gone with this. <laughs> Castor oil. What the fuck is this? <laughs> but I had a pretty body bottle, and it smelled good. Oh yeah, no, I again, I feel you. Packaging is everything. Anyway, that's I, the skincare. I, shout line. out to Grocery Outlet for just mixing them all together. Like they're <laughs> no not fucks given. So that's not, and that's how it should be. I can't. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. That is my biggest pet peeve when I go buy hair products. I have to go to like a special section to get yeah. shampoo. Why is it just with the shampoo? Why do you need to say this is for ethnic hair care or like some weird? It, it happens. It's even at Target. I think Target tried to get rid of it. I don't know, but it's always like this, like like three or four shelves of all of our shit. And I'm like, why can't it just be at the shampoo or the conditioner or whatever? Well, and a black person is going to know what they right, need. Right, exactly. Uh, and a white person might be stupid enough to grab the wrong bottle. Let us learn that lesson. Right. Okay. Why like, am I way over here? Just to if, get if they all blended together and it says like coarse hair. Right, like, right. Curly hair. Not to sound really stupid, but what's the like numbering system for like the. Oh, yeah. Tools? 4C, 4B. Yeah. Like it could say that, you know, like. And I think if a white person came across some the brand African Pride, it's going to be a big <laughs> hint. It's not for you. <laughs> it's just better this way. Just put it all together. Put it all together. <laughs> Trial and error. Okay. So we're going to try to review two episodes as quickly as we can. That's a um, great start. I was, I told yeah. Natalie, I was like, well, try to make this short because like my mom and Dan's mom are coming to town yeah. or to like do like a lunch or something. And then I'm supposed to meet them. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know why I'm asking you to keep it short. Yeah. Keep it short. I was like, okay, pot, meat, kettle. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we're going to get through it. So uh, episode seven and eight, I can't believe it's been that many episodes and because nothing has happened. Um, Kim and so Kim and Kendall are up. They're doing a promotional shoot for Hulu, and Kim announces she's doing a walking campaign for Balenciaga, uh, and that she managed the contract on her own because she's in law school. But Crystal gets her ten percent. So this well, is, and I feel like she made it. She was trying to make it as clear as possible without saying it explicitly that Demna wanted her yeah, to yeah. do it not 
I was already up Balenciaga's ass when Kanye <laughs> did his Donda thing and all of that jazz. Let's just pretend that never happened. Yeah. I noticed too a lot with announcing the Balenciaga that that's what all this show has been, at least from Kim's perspective. It feels like every episode she's like, guys, guess what? I'm doing a, guys, guess what? I'm doing vote. Like it's been really weird. Like every episode there's like an announcement. Well, we already know from her, get your fucking ass up and work. She's just <laughs> keeping her shoulder about not having talent. But people think she doesn't have talent. Fine. Yeah. But that now I feel like every episode is like trying to prove that she can do stuff without Kanye. Yeah. And like I appreciate some of the time she's more candid about it. Like, yeah, I don't know what my style is. But then one second after she says that and sounds humble, then here she is back at being like, Demna wanted to work with me. <laughs> I did this on my own. It's like, why don't you just say it out loud? Like, I know a lot of people think. I was associated with Balenciaga because of Kanye and that's how I met Demna. But then even after we got divorced, he came or he or she, is Demna a girl or a boy or binary, non, a non gender's a construct. Regardless, <laughs> they came to me and wanted to do this. Cool. What a nice way to be a normal human. Yeah. So that was just like, okay. Um, Chris and Kylie, too, were doing normal people things. And it just kind of furthered the point, and I wrote this in episode eight, that Chris is really trying to bring the fun, the personality, the hijinks yeah. of it all. And her daughters just aren't really cooperating in the same way. Even Kylie in these scenes, it still felt kind of dead. Like, oh, are we going to a car wash? Oh, my God. It was gosh. better when, like, the episode with Courtney and Travis's proposal. Like, yeah. Kylie was much more natural with Kendall. This was more full. Force. This is more like, oh my, should we, I will should say, we buy a pineapple? I will say I remember when these um, the, these shots were being filmed was kind of yeah. some of the first, um, like, inkling into what we were going to get with the Hulu show. And I was like, God, if they're going to pretend like they're normal, like, yeah. I don't want that. So I appreciated that they played it up because since some of the last episodes of the Kardashians on E and then especially even some of the earlier episodes this season they'll be like baby shopping or whatever and yeah, it's just yeah. like it just like why are you having a conversation about whatever you're talking about in the baby store like or if you're gonna do that like just be like we're at the restaurant I don't know but I liked I thought it was fun that they were like we know we don't do this stuff normally. So yeah. it's going to be funny. Like, like the more honest they are with themselves and the audience, the better. Even if it's corny and acted out, at least they're being honest with the premise. I think the only thing, well, not the only thing, but two things. One thing, it was giving Nicole in Paris. Like, it felt very, like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. simple life. Simple life. I was like, okay, whatever. But I think the disconnect for me is that they'll, it, mind you, I understand this was just for the show, right? Oh, we doing normal things. I haven't been to grocery in years, which is true because they're so famous. I wouldn't expect to see Chris just walking around fucking Rayleigh's. But there's also these moments in the show where they they swear they're, like, these underdogs and, like, you know, we just don't have it. I don't know. It's so, so on one hand, I'm like, but you, my thought is you guys are the most famous people in the world. Like you, you've arrived, you're here. Yeah. So that's why I really don't like really pick that. their 
personalities. It's like they yeah. desperately want us to believe they're just like us and it's not fair that they get treated like they're out of touch. But then they're like, I don't know how to fill up my car with gas. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care if you don't know how to fill up your car with gas. I wouldn't I wouldn't even drive if I was rich enough. I barely drive now because right. teacher bay will drive. I'm yeah. like, I hate driving. Uh, and it was funny because of, around the same time as this episode, again, time they everything is very meticulously timed with them. Chris did like a promo for her safety or safely or safely. whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where like Walmart is doing deliveries for the, for them now. It was like a partnership with Walmart because they like carry it and it's like, oh, deliver to your home. And it was like in front of her big giant like iron rot door. I'm like glass door. No Walmart delivery person is gonna go through the security check. Right. In fucking Calabasas <laughs> to go to the Kardashians' house. That did not happen. And besides. You have an assistant to go get your shit and bring it back to you. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Uh, not David. Matthew. Oh, where is no. Matthew? Matthew. Yeah. Where the fuck is Matthew? Matthew. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I like that point because like Which sometimes. Which is okay. That's yeah. the first thing I would pay for. If I was on their level of re- wealthy, I'd never drive. I would never go to the grocery store. Ever. I, I would get if those things were taken from you. Like. Yeah. Britney Spears or like even Chloe. Like. I feel like she got her DUI because she, like, a lot of celebrities get DUIs because they, like, feel controlled or whatever. So they, like, mm-hmm. drive when they shouldn't be driving. I get that. But assure you, if I had the money, I would dole out as many tasks as possible. Period. Yeah. So that's why I said I, I enjoyed their the the hijinks of it all. I didn't take it too seriously because my thought was like, Chris, bitch, you haven't been famous all your life. You know exactly what a car wash is. But I was like, I appreciate them trying because it hasn't been that interesting. Um, And then Travis and court, I don't even want to talk about this, but they did some like real rich people stuff. Like they went to, they're on this cleanse. First of all, no alcohol, no sex, no caffeine, no blah, 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 no meat. But then they went to like some spa camp for a week and got, got treatments four hours each day. Who who can just do that? For what? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, it's like I don't want to knock them sharing their journey because I think mine's just the is, spa. Just the spa yeah. is the only where I'm like four hours a day for a week yeah I think for one I think there's like a level of responsibility with celebrities talking about like this journey because yeah what average person can afford that average people can't even afford doing fertility treatments okay rich people but then also like there's just like sensitivity around like can people get pregnant or have gotten pregnant and lost like miscarried or whatever or people who don't want kids like there's just it's a sensitive subject and so I wish that they would talk about it in a way that was more like explorative versus just mm-hmm. like we want a baby <laughs> so I guzzled Travis's sperm and like eh. like I get it that it's their journey and they're sharing it but it's just a little bit in a bubble yeah and I would feel, I feel like if I was a viewer who is going through that, I would be very frustrated by watching it. But also I think they're missing an opportunity to talk about all the ways it can be challenging. If you want a child, they could talk about other options that exist, but that weren't for them. Like, 
I don't know. It's just interesting that they're like, yeah, we just didn't not do fertility treatments anymore. And instead went to this guru. It's like, oh, that must be nice to just like <laughs> drop a couple hundred thousand dollars. And just like, nah, we're going to wait for like um, our, sh- our earth guide mother to like. Yeah. Start I, I think line. like, would you, if that's your thing, that's fine. But like, if I was someone going through fertility treatments, I'd be like. Cool. I, I doubt like, this is like the the most I just common. Refinance my house, and this bitch over <laughs> here is gonna have four hour massage. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is not a traditional journey. To yeah. Kathleen's point, so I wish they would talk Again, about it more. Like this is not is normal. Fine. I don't mind when they yeah. do rich people stuff. I don't mind even. I actually thought it was pretty cool that they actually got Gwyneth Paltrow to go come and do her goof talk with them. I actually found that. It, uh, a decent part of the episode. I liked that they touched on, we want women to that work in the like wellness space to realize it's not a competition and everybody should be collaborating. I thought that was a very interesting segment. And I don't care that Gwyneth Paltrow sells like $300 candles that smell like her vagina. She doesn't take herself seriously. Like she bit into her candle on the Uber Eats commercial. You know, it's like, I get that. I just think with the baby stuff, it's just such a sensitive, hard subject for people that I wish Courtney would go about talking about it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like with the new show, well, at least with these past couple episodes, they are focusing more on the luxury. Yeah. Um, they have shown up the new houses, the new planes, and that I that's part of the lifestyle they're trying to sell us. Like when they sell yeah. a product to us, you're trying to buy their lifestyle. That's but then what it meanwhile, is. Meanwhile, you're like, well, we're so normal. Don't judge us. It's yeah, like- exactly. That's the part I'm like, if what are we going to do? Are we going to just l- sit in the luxury? Because I don't want to go back to like. When if Paltrow doesn't try to stuff. tell us, like, don't judge me. Both my parents were famous actors and I've been acting since I was 12 and I live next to Oprah. She never says that. She's like, yeah, I'm a rich white lady. Do you want my candle? <laughs> yeah, it's always like, oh, poor us. I'm like, you guys are fucking balling. Let's just let's just lean into it because um well I'll talk about the stuff Chris well, is like, doing. Again, not to really Gwyneth Paltrow's horn more, but like she doesn't even have to be like, I won an Oscar. She doesn't care. She forgot she was in Spider-Man. She was in Shallow How. Like she literally blissfully like lives her life. Uh, Mariah Carey is a similar rich person and Mariah Carey grew up really poor and when she does talk about that she offers insights into how that like informs her lifestyle now but it's like I don't yeah wear ridiculous things do ridiculous things as you should right um so Kim's still on her fashion journey and so she when she's doing the I'm gonna try to talk about it in a big way okay when she's doing the Vogue shoot basically um, she's really excited about how people are asking her for her opinions and she gets to bring her own hair and makeup, yada, yada, yada. She did make a comment that it, this is when she was visiting her archive, that big warehouse with, of course, number one hype man, Tracy. <laughs> she was saying like, what's my, my next <laughs> muse relationship, which that I don't understand that language from you know what I'm saying she was like what's my next muse relationship I think she'd just be talking sometimes and I'm like what does that mean you need to be a muse what if you're <laughs> a child of fashion like a lover of things and Kanye was her crutch she did say that um I don't That's like the glove she wore in that confessional I, I wrote that down that, the maroon. Like, that whole scene was so weird to me I mean I could list a novel of reasons I've am very 
ingratiated, I think is the word, enraged <laughs> by Kim pretending to be a social justice warrior and uh, contradicting herself constantly. Mm-hmm. But speaking of out of touchness, that warehouse of clothes was so absurd. Is it bad that she has it? No. Do other celebrities have those? Yes. But do those other celebrities <laughs> constantly try to like seem normal or seem eco-conscious or like give to the homeless? <laughs> like, I don't want to ever see that bitch down on Skid Row again. <laughs> Feeding homeless for one day because Robert Kardashian Sr. taught them that when they were children with literally a warehouse full of clothes she will never wear in her lifetime. Right. And even with the, to figure out back off that point, even at the Vogue shoot, she had commented years ago, I would have never dreamed I'd be in Vogue and it just wasn't supposed to happen for me. It's the same like story she tells about like... I'm like you've been famous for damn near 20 years now. Oh, you have arrived. You are here. Vogue twice and you have a fucking JC Penney's worth of couture. JC. Why the fuck have you been wearing those pointed boot legging spandex things for two years straight? Mm-hmm. Why? Why, Kim? Why? <laughs> Another thought I had about that Vogue cover. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. It was very forgettable. I almost forgot that she did it when she starts talking about it on the episode until they show the front. But was it not the September cover and or it was the cover right after Andre Tally passed? Away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was because people were like, What? The oh, yeah, hell? that was like February. That was in the September one. But yeah, it was everyone was like, Why the fuck? And I get that they plan these ahead of time, but of all magazines, Vogue could have stopped the presses, literally, and said, Kim, you're bumped. <laughs> right, right, right. At, um, it was February 2022. Yeah, that, <laughs> and no one remembers that Vogue, no one. Yeah. Although, I, well, the only thing I remember from it is because it was, I've chosen myself and yeah. I thought that was not the timing of that was weird because usually celebrities put that stuff out like when the divorce is final, right? Uh, at the very least. So I was like yeah, very interested that thing. they that was the story when she was is not divorced. Usually, you just you know, wait. Kanye's out here doing whatever he was on Instagram. <laughs> like it just was like, and she even had like some mild cultural appropriation in there. Yeah, just the dash of cultural appropriation. Like it wasn't even enough to get people outraged. It was literally forgettable. The only thing that was outrageous about it was that it was like people were like Andre Talley should have been the entire cat or the entire issue. Like it should have been just that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was or at least a, a embarrassing a, that she's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or at least like a double cover or something like that would have been nice. Or just say fuck you, Kim. You're gonna be <laughs> in March or never. She, I think, yeah, she wore skims for this. Yeah, anyway, but I forgot to talk about... One of the many reasons we know that Anna Wintour does not give a single fuck anymore. Um, I forgot to say that Kendall was up for the same cover. She did like a test shoot and basically somehow got bumped (laughs) by Kim. (laughs) And Kim said the old her would have killed Kendall for the cover. Kim, you are the same Kim. You just try it... (laughs) harder to ca- hide that kim 
Yeah, I feel like you still well, like if aren't killing Kim Kendall I'm because you got it. Kendall did. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how did you beat out? This speaks volumes too. You beat out an actual model for the cover <laughs> and the dead actual like Godfather of Vogue, right? Who Andre Talley was one of the first people that was willing to take a chance on the Kardashians in the mm. fashion world. Fuck you! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but not but seriously. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, Chris doing her faux, like, oh, bragging, humble bragging, both my daughters up for vote. <laughs> I'm just Such so worried that Kendall be upset. <laughs> Chris, shut up. Meanwhile, Kendall could care less. Not interested yeah, at all. Probably didn't even want to do it. Meditating with my bowls, and later, uh, I'm going to maybe like dry hump with <laughs> dry hump. uh so just leave me alone could not care less but of course you know Chris brings up that she should have a baby and then she brings up that you should freeze your eggs Kendall's 26 I think she's all right I also don't think Kendall wants kids to be very yeah, honest and I also I don't think that Kendall as much as we like to tease her for being the dull one and possibly not qualified to be a supermodel. Kendall strikes me as the most unaffected by mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Partially a uh, byproduct of her finding a career that could kind of like take her in another direction. And also I think she avoids it because it gives her anxiety. So I think there's a level to Kendall that tells me now, Kendall's been delusional plenty of times. That's <laughs> the commercial. Yeah. Uh, but she strikes me as, like, the most, like, self-aware and yeah. just kind of, like, in touch with people that live outside their bubble. Yeah. As far outside of their bubble as they can go. As we're yeah. So I think it's refreshing as someone who's never really thought, like, oh, I didn't want kids. But now that I'm 30, almost 35, and gonna get married, which I also <laughs> didn't think that was happening. Uh, Hot twist. Sounds very weird to say out loud. <laughs> I'm like pretty at peace with that. I'm probably not gonna have kids. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Not a weird thought at all. So I think that's like a refreshing take for her to not necessarily even be like, I'm too young or yeah. like, leave me alone. I, right. Just just in general, it should not be a question that's being like pushed on anybody. It right. And like, Chris is good for that. that. That is whatever. That is the characteristic she's had since season one of the show. When you guys can have a baby. When you guys have a baby. And I I had my first child. That 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 that. I get very vicariously happy when my friends are happy that they're having kids. I love my nieces and nephews. But I've also learned over the years that like it is a hard topic for Mm -hmm. a lot of people for both ways. Like whether they can't have them, can't have kids, don't like being asked, have bad family relationships there's all these things it's just like you know what it just and with Chris it comes off as icky especially now because it doesn't seem like this cute grandma thing it's <laughs> like they have like an army of children. You're like reproduce <laughs> like she doesn't need any more grandchildren yeah it it's comes off as like I need another story <laughs> and you're like okay and speaking of that, we forgot to say, too, uh, Courtney was told by her doctor, allegedly, that drinking Travis's cum 
What kind no. of doctorate? That's what I want to know. I'm <laughs> which doctor? Oh, which doctor? That wasn't a fertility doctor. Now, it might have been like a fertility, like spiritualist. Spiritualist. I don't want to say a word that'll be like offensive, but just yeah. someone in the homeopathic right, world. Right, 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 like right. A medical doctor. And that's not to say that that's better or worse. They're just yeah. like, let's clarify, like a... <laughs> A, a spine doctor, MD, is not the same as a chiropractor. Now, right, you right. could benefit from both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. different. <laughs> and so the way she uses doctor is very loose. <laughs> I'm guessing if I went to a physician and the scientific likelihood of becoming more fertile was being discussed, I don't know that that would come up. <laughs> Four times a week for iron. Wrong, but I'm not sure Courtney's definition of doctor is the same as <laughs> four times a week to get some iron um okay so Kendall, 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 Kendall. Kendall. I don't know. are you have you been spitting this whole time Courtney right Courtney what's been going on Ugh. um nice. yeah Chloe so the Chloe's moved into her new house and she says Tristan's look moving in too and it's gonna be great um, the only thing I wrote from this that I her closet was really nice and the pantry was sick. I guess she took up a garage to make the pantry. I didn't notice there was prego uh, sp- spaghetti sauce. I don't know why that stood out to me, but I was like, did you eat prego? Okay. <laughs> There's prego. some like cheap stuff that is good, you know, like, yeah, like cheese its Like, you know, there's no nice person with cheese its like cheese its or cheese its like prego. When there's so many other options. Right, I know. Prego is not. Chef, have him make the sauce. Hey, that's what I was thinking. Just make the sauce. But also, to Kathleen's point, Prego is not the one if you're doing pre-made sauce. Yeah, there's like a thousand types <laughs> of tomato sauce. Even the Trader Joe's yeah. one is better. Even at the fucking grocery outlet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can get like 300 different types of pasta sauce. So Prego, why would you do that? Wait a minute. I need, I keep forgetting, not, not everybody lives in California or America. You have to explain what grocery outlet is because I feel like so these jokes aren't landing if you don't know grocery out it's especially funny because my initial um introduction to grocery outlet was in Yuba City where my mom grew up which is Mm -hmm. um in a nice way white trash Mm -hmm. it is a white trash place feels it uh (laughs) And my grandma would go there. And my grandma buys, my grandma would buy canned food, all the little Debbie snacks, anything that was like, my mom grew up on like TV tray dinners, Kool-Aid spam. Like mm-hmm. that was my mom's like diet. And my grandma was also one of those people that would like cut mold off the end of bread and like still eat it. Like she was a child of the depression. So yeah. that's how she felt about food. Uh so grocery outlet used to be the canned food outlet. Like it was even know this history about it, by yeah. the way. It was literally like uh, this store that had all the like dented cans and like food, leftover food. So it was already like a poor people's spot. And then it became grocery outlet when it be- expanded beyond just cans. <laughs> the grocery outlets tend to be slightly disheveled. 
super discounted food. Super discounted food. It's like the Ross of yes, exactly. TJ Maxx. Yeah, Ross. it's Ross for sure. Of grocery stores. Yes. Now, that's not to hate on it. Like I said, we would. Right. I I in Reno we had Winco. We have Winco too. A poor person. Grocery store. I have refused to go in the Winko. My parents <laughs> I fuck love Winko, Winko up. But Winko chicken hits. You can scoop up. Yeah, the Winko uh, <laughs> potato wedges. And you could scoop like bulk stuff and yeah. like had candy. So my mom would always let us get one scoop bag of candy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Winko. So, anyways, grocery yeah. outlet, that's grocery outlet. Fast forward to somehow in the middle of the pandemic of all things, Truckies had like one grocery store. For like forever and there's way too many people and it's a terrible experience shopping there it's a tourist town and when I worked at the PR company here for a couple of years I would we had clients for both the two new grocery stores that were coming in in litigation for no joke 20 years that's how hard it was to put in these there's a Rayleigh which is super bougie oh and the grocery super bougie. <laughs> 20 years to put these goddamn grocery stores in and that happened in the pandemic of all things. And then I move in with Refrigerator Bay. We live right around the corner from this grocery outlet. Life it changing. is by far the nicest grocery outlet. <laughs> nicest like anything grocery store ever. Life it has changing. like the most absurd like sauces and <laughs> Because they'll have like a a truffle one, like a truffle beers and wine, like all home good stuff. Like, and it's right in the middle of town. It's like all these people like coming up for vacation go there. It's like, so if you're familiar with grocery outlet, and I say like, oh, we live by a grocery outlet, they're like, people sometimes will be like, like, where do you live? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But also, I just went there the other day. We've been like keeping an eye out on alcohol being on sale for like our party. Mm-hmm. And they had this like knockoff brand of twisted iced tea <laughs> that I forget what it was called a dollar ninety-nine for a six pack. <laughs> and I was like, I need to call my brother because I've been like trying to like see if my brother will let us like hoard uh alcohol we find in his yeah. garage. <laughs> I was like, and I tried it, and it tasted. It, I think it might have even tasted better than twisted iced tea. Oh, and don't, but don't get like used to it because at grocery it's outlet, yeah, as, it will not be bad. You'll like like a cheese regularly at grocery yeah. outlet is not cheap. It's just yeah. normal price. Yeah, Coke. If it's like a dollar, get it while it lasts. Right, it won't be bad. Like sometimes the I will say the grocery outlet by my house has really good cheeses. But bitch, oh, yeah. don't come back thinking you're gonna get this that cheese again. It's really creamers, just I can't tell you how many like really nice like milk alternative creamers I've been like obsessed with gone the next time. <laughs> Dang it! I'm getting <laughs> hell off topic, but lastly on this, since I told you uh Vic, Vicky and Greg love fucking Winco, I suggested to buy the ribs from Whole Foods, I think on Mother's Day. My dad was like shocked at the quality in Whole Foods. <laughs> shocked he was like look at this meat and like i was like yeah get the fuck out of winco <laughs> please the dry goods in winco not bad right. frozen stuff in winco not bad meat <laughs> produce maybe i'd get somewhere else frozen meat i was like i can tell you greg's mind was fucking blown when we went to whole foods it was like what <laughs> and my mom was so disgusted that we went to whole foods you went to whole foods how much was that 
That's like the Rayleigh's and Trekkie is like basically a Whole Foods because Whole Foods doesn't give a fuck about Trekkie. We don't fall on their radar, I guess. <laughs> uh, but so the Rayleigh's is like modeled after that. And so if we want produce, we go to the Rayleigh's. Rayleigh's, yeah. That's produce. Exactly. Um, okay, sorry. That's that's when I because we kept saying grocery outlet. I was like, we have. To I know, I know. That. It's so bad. It's just it's like if you know it, you know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah, you've been, you know, you've been to a grocery you outlet. Drink a six pack of one ninety nine tart tea. You know it. <laughs> Vicky go, goes up for grocery outlet like religiously. The excitement that every time you go there, you don't know what you'll find. <laughs> discover a new piece of food a new, a new fucking snack like what the hell is this yes exactly um so basically this episode ends with kim apologizing to her family on kanye's behalf because she had read that he's putting a new song out and he'll be discussing kim and you know of course you know chloe is like he's the father of your ch- you're the f- mother of his children he shouldn't be talking about you but correct me if i'm wrong kathleen i don't think kanye has ever said anything bad about kim per se like even when he was going on his twitter rant he got at chris i mean was kind of and was a little like um what do you call that slut shaming kim in the way he was trying to get at chris but i don't know if he's ever been like kim you bitch that you know what i mean or like you're the most evil person it's just more so about his kids but and i think tanya has a way of doing that in a way Mm -hmm. that he can't get fingers pointed at him which is very manipulative Okay. So I took it as, again, I don't really like that they're like turning on Kanye now in the way that they are when I think, (laughs) I actually thought it was funny when Kim pretended like she had an epiphany that they coddled men in their lives. Yeah. And Chloe was like, are you being sarcastic? (laughs) It was a sarcastic tone. So I was like, hopefully like, like, no, I think I'm just realizing it. I'm like, God, you lie. Like it's like breathing. Uh, (laughs) So I, that's kind of why it frustrates me that they talk about Kanye the way that they are now when like they enabled this behavior for so long mm-hmm. it, or made excuses for it or just pretended it wasn't even happening. Or co-signed uh, on it. So that was what was kind of annoying. But I think where I'll give them credit is I think the simple fact that Kanye was like doing this mm-hmm. was disrespectful to their children more than anything. Less so Kim. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I think too. That's why I was surprised when she was like, he's probably talking shit about the me. The things like, he oh. said about like her being on TikTok and not being allowed or like way too obsessed with Pete when he, meanwhile, he was out with Julia Fox and like whoever the fuck else. Like, I think that was very pointed. Like it was meant to make Kim look like a bad mom that didn't include him, meant to make it seem like she betrayed him to get with Pete, which maybe she she didn't. So it's like, I felt like he knew without saying it directly what Mm -hmm. people would infer. Kanye's good at that. And and, and that's why I said, I don't think he said anything bad about you, but he was being a menace. Like, make no mistake about it. He was being a terrorist. (laughs) And I still just get so frustrated with the way that Kanye goes about some of these things, like, because he clouds what could be a very useful criticism to this family and, or constructive criticism even to this family and how we consume them and da, da, da. he always just clouds it with shit that yeah. is bad. Like, yeah. and 
the whole thing with like obsessing over Pete came off very toxic masculinity and just like what what and and the way that he talked about the kids I thought was really stupid it's like yeah you don't want your kid to have social media fine but like the way that he went about it, it's like you are resharing the yeah. content that you said you didn't want to be out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. you brought your own child out at your fashion so, like it's just it's chaotic hit some friend he just got he just fired another lawyer so that's number five he's is the next one i believe i just wish someone could get through to him i would say i wish someone was honest with him but i have a mm-hmm. feeling it's a mixture of no one's honest with him and he doesn't let anyone be yeah honest. yeah 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 but he could literally destroy these people if he could just like keep it together points a little bit more concise yeah. or even subtle they could be shady yeah shady very well it's like yeah. mess yeah exactly he does not know how to throw shade. And then silence and then mess and then silence yeah um kim goes on to apologize to her family and for he, kanye and how he has always treated them which was like a really like my eyebrows like well what was he been, what was he doing i mean it's one thing to tell them how to dress and how I think you should do business. But like, I wonder like, what else was he doing? I did like that she apologized, but the only part of the apology that I wish she would have added on is like her role in it. It's like, it's like, come on girl. Well, this was your man. (laughs) I enabled this. Yeah. You all supported it because you supported us as a family, you know? Yeah. You're all of oh God. I was having flashbacks when I was watching this conversation when Chloe would always say Kanye's name like so exaggerated. She was like, Kanye. 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 Yeah. Like they loved being associated with him. Yeah. And 100%. would I want to deal with his like strong opinions? No, absolutely yeah, not. I couldn't t- do it. No. All that talking. But no. they loved being a part of that. They were not fighting having to read the dictionary as a game or like <laughs> living in an insane asylum. Like in fact Kim And they service. Kim changed her entire personality and now you see it with all of her brands. Like I love the neutrals aesthetic <laughs> and the materials that feel natural. That's from Kanye. And then Kanye stole that from all kinds of artists. So let's not even get started there. But you know it's like you guys didn't mind it before. Now were you caught up in the moment? Sure. Were you scared to bring up times he was controlling like the Band-Aid thing because everyone seemed happy? Sure. But I just, I, that's why it's just the way they're going about it now as if we were asleep when they were like living for it. It's stupid. Yeah. You could have yeah. just been like, I was in the moment, we were happy and it was harder to think about the negative because of all the positives and I shouldn't have made you all feel inferior or afraid to speak up right like, inferior is a good word uh, yeah because I think every one of us have had a friend that has a terrible ass you know spouse or uh significant other and as soon as the relationship ends it's all yeah they were so terrible like oh. da, da, da. well would you like to apologize to me because you allowed that person oh. to be terrible to me I mean my like for example my brother gosh a hopeless romantic he had so many like not great for him girlfriends because he's nice and he really likes to be a boyfriend and always really want to get married and have kids. And there was a few of them that were like, Ooh. 
But I saw him go through the experience of like his best friend stayed with this like crazy girl. And he was like, I just can't lose my friends. So I have to just like go with it and hope he figures it out. Or if he asks, I'll tell him how I feel. You know, so I knew he wouldn't receive it well if I was like, that girl's a bitch. If anything, (laughs) when his wife first started dating him, she was scared me and my sister were going to be like really hard on her because David made it seem like that. I was like, David, we were easy on your other girl. They like sucked. But every time he was with one of them, I was like, if this is the girl that he wants to marry, I'm going to have to live with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. unless I think she's like an axe murderer or going to like embezzle all his money, I'm going to have to find a way yeah. to get to know this girl. And like, if it comes up, I can encourage him in ways that he'll see it for himself. Yeah. But, like, yeah. And he would always ask me for advice, relationship advice. Why? I don't know. Both my siblings, older than me, asked me for a relationship all, of, all the time. And I was single for like a decade. Uh, but yeah, he he would always date these girls. And like he would see the good and it just like kind of keep the bad at bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best of his ability. And all of them. If it had worked out, I would have just made it work. Yeah. And then after the fact... I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that girl's a bitch. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, you're, it probably worked out for the best. Like, she was too young. You guys could have made it work. But, like, she she needed to figure some shit out, you know, whatever. Thank God when he dropped out of grad school, had adult braces, and was working at the garbage company with my dad, lived at home, went on one Match.com date, met his wife. Nice. <laughs> and she was like a perfect match for him. Like she had just bought her own house. I was like, that alone, David, is like leaps and bounds above the other yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Age appropriate, super nice. Like that's good. It worked out oh for him. God, what a miracle. He was like, yeah, he had a lot of clunkers, but that's what you just gotta do. Um, I forgot to say, oh, actually, sorry. No, they're all mixed up. So basically, Kim apologized before Kanye for him being so terrible, and she's not going to let that happen again. And she's just, you know, stronger than yesterday. Uh, He kind of broken up when she had him do that weird mannequin, like, styling thing for Chris. Like, Kim, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Courtney told somebody that, she talked to Scott and Scott agreed to them having a conversation, which, oh my goodness, have the conversation already. You try to have a baby. Why I don't mean, you people talk? In juxtaposition to like the conversation Chloe and Kim are having about babying men in this family. Yeah. It's like Scott literally fathered three of the children. <laughs> you guys bend over backwards for trash cam who was there for like five minutes before he cheated on Chloe three 11 times I'm not saying you need a baby Scott but like if you don't figure out how it's gonna fucking work exactly exactly. when there's kids involved like you're not being mature and Courtney's the oldest yeah like they make it work with dream and Angela like figure it out yeah I just don't care weird I'm just like oh my goodness even Chloe said in another episode remember she was like when she was talking about babying, like Scott, you Courtney, him, Scott, him and Courtney have been broken up for seven years. Boo-hoo, like get over it. And like, well, you all were telling them they were going to get back together. Yeah. And I have a suspicion they're still hooking up. So that's why it's so awkward. At the end of the day, like, is Scott's a man and he's being dramatic and obnoxious? Yes. 
But it's really not on him to initiate the conversation if he's being the problem. It's on yeah. Courtney to say, I'm moving on. Yeah. I have sole custody of the kids or ma- majority right. custody or whatever, mm-hmm. primary custody. I'm taking control of this situation. Courtney seems like a teenager out to lunch yeah. with Travis, just like blissfully. <laughs> I'm going to avoid that because it's bad vibes. No. <laughs> and Miss- I'm just going to have a baby, whatever. <laughs> How many seasons saying being a parent was the most important thing in the whole world to you? Take five from your honeymoon phase and put your foot down and say, this needs to work one way or another. Yeah. If the only way that it works is that you go, only come around at certain things and this is the, the parameters, fine, whatever, do it. Just do it. Right. It's right. Courtney. I, I hate to make it on Courtney, but like, that's the truth. That doesn't right. mean Scott's without fault, but I, in this situation, Courtney is the one who's been avoiding the conversation. Yeah, it's major avoidance. Um, so we're just moving into eight, but basically Courtney is not doing a IVF anymore. She wants to go the natural route. Thanks to her cleanse and her noni pot and everything. She just guzzling to, sperm, guzzling sperm by the gallon. She just you wants get to get pregnant from swallowing. I think there'd be a lot more <laughs> population than there already is. She wants to just make love and have the baby naturally. So cool. Whatever. Which, we just did again. all this for nothing. <laughs> Another way that this family is so problematic with this stuff, their obsession with having kids that are genetically the same is already problematic. But I felt like this shift in conversation was less about like how difficult and challenging fertility treatments are, which is absolutely true, inexpensive. And more like how somehow being pure and getting pregnant by making love and intertwining our bodies would be more special. That's fucked up because a lot of people cannot have kids that want to have kids. I don't like the idea that somehow a naturally conceived baby or whatever you want to call it is more precious. And it also lends itself to the weird obsession that somehow something special happened when Tristan keeps impregnating everybody (laughs) and their mom. Like, which one is it? You know, because it's not that special if a sperm goes in an egg and a baby gets made. It can be, or it can be primal as two dogs humping. Like, it's what you make of it. Yeah. Courtney definitely sold this magical journey of, I steamed my vagina. Now I'm natural. To make it seem, there's a lack of awareness of what, message they're sending when you have a platform and there's a yucky message also women do not put water up your vagina (laughs) god damn it vagina is a self-cleaning oven oven. (laughs) i feel like we say that a lot on this Ah, which is like rose petals like god you're gonna give half the people who watch the show yeast infections (laughs) now do it some school of thought on like boric acid and like certain other things that like can help with your pH. There's things that you can do to your vagina to make it more well oiled. Just like you could probably put some stuff in your oven. Stop putting water up your vagina. It doesn't clean it out. It's bad for it. But also you can same with skincare. You just eat some fruit. Eat yeah. like what you eat also affects the pH exactly. balance you can have and probiotics. All that shit. 
you're worried about the pH of your vagina, start chugging some kombucha and eating some Greek yogurt. <laughs> Purr. Um, Keep this- on with Courtney. She met with Quidditch Paltrow, uh, Poosh and Goop, two platforms that I don't know a soul reads, takes advice, or any of that. Um, rich people, I'm assuming. It's a very rich, a rich people type brand. Although I thought it was interesting, they both kept saying we're in the wellness space. I would not put either one of these in a, a wellness space. Lifestyle, yes. But I can't really give them wellness space, especially when yeah. like a lot of their wellness is based on products that you should buy from the, them. The, the, I think they're more conscientious of it now. Mm-hmm because of social media but especially when they first started a lot of the stuff they did was like kind of questionable like they would just sort of like put something out there like um we heard crystals if you put them in your butt like you'll become a unicorn you know it's like they didn't do a lot of vetting yeah I think they're more into that now and like Gwyneth Paltrow had that show on Netflix where she mm-hmm. kind of showed the process of their team testing stuff out so at least give them that but they'd like Spend a little bit more time like exploring things than mm-hmm. they used to, but still. Yeah. Um, so they're basically coming together to make a candle. The candle's gonna be called Smells Like My Pushy or Smell My Pushy. Some whack ass shit. <laughs> Again, that is also <laughs> I'm gonna be a bitch today. That's also a negative uh stereotypes standard that women are constantly being held to via every outlet you could imagine that our vaginas are supposed to smell like roses mm, mm, mm. and like our vaginas are all supposed to be like tight, like a tiger, like Chloe talked about, I don't want to steam my vagina. I want it smaller. Yeah. It doesn't get bigger when you have more sex. Like <laughs> you don't need to JJ it and like, or the labia, or if you want the labia surgery, go for it. I don't care if you have the money. Like, Vaginas are all over the goddamn place. There's not a universal vagina. They don't need to smell like a spring rose. They should uh, be looking order. You should be healthy. You should, you know, be happy. But like again, and I think that candle came out yesterday. Of course, right? Because yeah. like we talked about okay. everything is okay. well, right, right, right. Out before the episode, which yeah, they have a whole science too. Yeah, whole machine. So that was pretty much it on her. Um, Kim was telling Chris in the episode that she overheard a conversation between Mason and North behind her. And it basically was Mason telling North that stepdads aren't so bad and yada, yada, yada. They're great. This um, after the TikTok thing, I think he's excited. Mason is like the child Rob where like he's not actually being filmed and he's not allowed to have a phone. So they just like make up random shit that he says. <laughs> like the Mason that I saw spilling tea on TikTok. Right. Jeffrey Star or whatever, one of those makeup people, James Charles, was like spoiled. Mason doesn't talk like that. Why should he? He's yeah. 12. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe like they're not they're not these yeah, evil I found Travis. Don't worry about it, North. She didn't, he didn't say that. And it's a <laughs> well, segue for Kim to be like, now I can date Pete. <laughs> well, then she said she was like, Yeah, he was telling Northy. Um, they're not like these evil people that we see on movies. What movie is an evil stepdad? Well, and like, it's always a stepmom, maybe, but there's really no like theme of stepdads being evil. Yeah. And Chloe goes back to calling Caitlin the wrong name again. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Caitlin, we didn't like it first. 
when did that happen? Like, <laughs> well, she, yeah, when really she was like, on. it took years. It took no, years. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Like, Rob, there are photo, there's photo evidence that Robert and Caitlin were like pals and that it everyone hung out together. Even with the Jenners, the bro- Brody, I think, had the, the most of a problem. <laughs> Oh God! And that's only because Brody barely knew Caitlyn because she was a deputy. Right, right. Um, also, and this is when we get that Pete on the phone montage that I do not believe he called because she's like, "Oh wait, I've got to answer this." Hello, hey, yeah. Also, that sounds is- good. Okay, <laughs> all right. I my theory with the Kim and Pete thing is not that it's like solely business transaction, right? That right. it is a an uh, advantageous opportunity like yes okay he was sort of thinking to herself who could I rebound with who's eligible and also what can I get out of it yeah business wise that's yeah. how they approach things so like I said I really hope she's actually having sex with him hopefully actually having sex with him because I feel like Kim's role in this relationship to your point just to further your point She's got to be the one to fucking promote the relationship. Like I've got to market this relationship. Yeah. So all the oh, everything to gain. Yeah. So my theory is the next thing we're going to see from the skeet of it all is so he was spotted with her and got his hair bleached or whatever, and everyone's like, "So cute, they want to match." No, they didn't just do that because they want to match. They're doing. A campaign with the stupid skin stuff because we just got the kernel of Pete and I talk about skin even when he looks like a corpse. Now they can be like, put some leftover KKW's concealer on him after he uses the skin in some campaign with her. And then they can be like, look at how well it works. <laughs> right. That's funny. They should do that. Give him the skin care. Mark my words. That's, That's why he bleached his hair. They're gonna do some like campaign with him and the like skin a couples, couple skincare Men can use it too. Ooh, good one. Um, Chris is doing a master class, and Scott and Chloe were trying to like help her out and hear her out what she's gonna do. And again, another <laughs> brand announced. Another, I don't know, you call this a brand? Let's call this collaboration announced in the episode. So I love how she's like Hillary and Bill are doing this. <laughs> Hillary and Bill who? Yeah. Also, Masterclass. I don't know if they still are, but I believe they were one of our customers at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get paid to do this. Yeah, like, you do. Yes, they try to find people that have a certain amount of credibility because yeah. the idea is that you pay for the class because uh, their knowledge is valuable. So they're yeah, not just yeah. giving it to anybody. Yeah. But they're a business that yeah. needs people with big names. To yeah. Join masterclass because you yeah. don't just take Chris's class. You join yeah. masterclass and then you have access to the master stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, although the only thing I noted in this conversation is that they're trying to, you know, close like you need some takeaways, and of course, never go against the family was because they're a bunch of mob wives was on there, and it's a Robert Senior quote, of course. The way that Mind you, they that, brought up Robert Senior last says episode. that all the fucking time, and Tristan cheats on her so much. It's like, so it was a Jordan one's against the family, but not the biological father of your child. Never go against the family. 
And then when Chris was like, Robert used to say that. <laughs> oh, Robert, the one you cheated on and he cheated on you. And then he defended and got off for murder. The man who killed your best friend. Never, Never go against the family. The family. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert Sr. was mentioned in the last episode, too. When they're doing Chloe's house tour, there's a picture of a Robert Sr. start tallying how many times they... We can definitely tally how many products or announcements they announced because yeah. in this episode, I'm just noticing they did the candle, Chris's masterclass, and when Kim and Courtney and Chloe were doing Pilates together, she announces she's on Sports Illustrated. So that's three announcements. God, the Kim Sports Illustrated conversation was by far the most painful, <laughs> I think. Like I said, <laughs> I, some miniature highlights I'm willing to give. I... Thought the Gwyneth combo was refreshing in a lot of ways. I liked the angle that they took as like multiple women. Like people should share spaces and not make it competitive. Like if you find a peer in your space, do a collaboration. I feel like makeup is better at that. Where like mm-hmm. two makeup artists will get together and do like a, a collaboration. So I thought that was interesting. And I liked Chloe calling out Kim for being delusional for yeah. the fact that they baby them as family. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the Sports <laughs> Illustrated, you know, iconic. It's legendary. I can't believe they asked me in my 40s. It's the best. I think she said it's the best hobbit, hottest cover ever. Mind you, episode before she was on Vogue. Was she which even was the on the cover? Time. Like, is the magazine in the store anymore? I have no like, idea. Does um, anyone care? I have no idea. Well, uh, and wasn't like Helen Mirren in the in this Helen Mirren uh, too? I yeah, think so. I think I so. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It's like Kim talking about. I can't believe a forty-year-old Helen Mirren's eighty and she's banging. <laughs> I noticed this Sports Illustrated had a lot of people you would not expect to see in yeah. Sports Illustrated. So it probably was the like theme. she was the cover girl and like the whole feature. I'm like, no, there was multiple covers. Was like eighty and, like, people tried to it. make it like a diverse set of people. Yeah. But no, you hear Kim being like, I think I'm a first Armenian. And then they went on to eat salads, which is another product placement because that salad company Chris just invested in. I did think that was fun to give us an homage back to shaking of the salads. Yeah. It wasn't Helen Mirren. It was somebody like that. So when they were talking, Kim, I mean, Chloe says, we're all so great in our relationships and me and Tristan are great. And this is when Kim launched into her monologue about Pete. <laughs> this was hard to stomach to see her talk about him because it just doesn't feel genuine. Like I don't not, like Kathleen said, I hope they're banging, but I don't know if she's as excited about him as she's trying to like kind of play off that she is. Yeah. <laughs> like for example, it felt genuine. And then some of it just felt like stupid. Like, she was like playing a role yeah yeah um there was one thing she said oh kim is like i mean kim said that pete is like the best person she's ever met in her life they laugh all the time um and the story that she (laughs) the story that she said to how they met How, how before we even talk about how do you feel about that story I go both ways. I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. I in 
a degree. Like, I think she probably went to, like, Lala and Tracy and was like, I need a rebound that's going to, like, get the people talking. Do yeah. I think Kim was like, I'm horny. Who am I going to bang? No. She's DTF. BDE. I feel like Kim has always been kind of, like, asexual. But also, she's, like, cheated on the side before. So, like, if she wanted to just hook up with someone, she would have. Yeah. So, I think what she said to her gal pals was like, I, I need to get back out there to make Kanye jealous or or just prove that I can still get it like yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she wanted to find a rebound that would get the people going yeah and the way that they're like you've been so private no they had staged hand-holding pics like yeah that yeah. wasn't an accident so again I don't think they're faking 100% I really hope they're having sex but I think she was going about it like looking for like what's my target yeah and yeah that's when Lala was like Pete Davidson single. He'll clearly date anybody. He's young. <laughs> He'll clearly date anybody. He's got the tall, skinny, tatted thing going, which you can never have an original thought in your head. So Courtney's, you know, already paved the way for you. So that's kind of how I think it started. So I, I think Kim's story tried to make it sound like she's super normal, mm-hmm, and cool mm-hmm. and fun, but I think it was a little bit more calculated than that. But I do think that was generally along the lines. Yeah. Like the Megan Fox thing was like, and she texted me. I was like, is this for real? Cause like he asked for your number months ago. And I was like, we have a better chance of getting eaten by alligators than you wanting to date him. And I was just like, that's very interesting. I I know you and <laughs> Megan Fox were good friends like that. Um, and then the other one, she said that the only thing I question is the, that it, this started after SNL or during SNL. I feel like it might have been a little bit before, but that's fine. Um, Courtney said that Kim's much nicer, which is true. They both are actually much nicer in these relationships that they're in. And Kim definitely that, seems a lot more relaxed. She is yeah. also a lot more delusional and like unhinged than normal because I think for better or for worse, she was way more careful and scared of how she said anything with Kanye because he criticized her constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably all benefited from. <laughs> <laughs> but she does seem more carefree. She, that also means she seems like an idiot a lot more often these days and talking about eating poop and stuff. But she does seem more carefree. If that's what having a man please your needs I think there's that. And then I also think she has the upper hand in the relationship. Yeah. People have nothing to lose, only things to gain. Yeah. She gets the benefit of like telling them what to do. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I've never been so happy just like watching TV, going to the gym. Another thing I questioned, Pete goes to the gym. (laughs) No shade, but he just doesn't seem like someone who's like like, at the gym. The last person I thought would have been in the gym. And then it just sounds like, so you guys talk about skincare in the gym. Like I will say I the one relatable thing she said, which again she could have read on like Twitter, like, oh, couples watch TV together. Like yeah. that's like the one normal thing that she said. It's like yeah. it's just nice to be able to just watch TV with someone and that person's not like, I need to discover a new type of wall padding. <laughs> I'm moving to Wyoming. You know, like, yeah, that's, it's probably nice to just watch Seinfeld with Pete once in a while. Yeah, I believe that. But the gym, I question. I, yeah. I really question that. 
Because even when he called, she was like, oh, on the plane? Are you going to the, what are you doing? Are you getting ready to go to the gym? I'm like, he is not going to the gym like this. I refuse to believe it. Um, Kim also said that her grandma told her that the best sex is in your 40s. And um, Kim agrees. Kim agrees. MJ needs to write a memoir. (laughs) Sex book. She should write a sex book. (laughs) MJ. MJ. Not a lot of wisdom up there. 40s is the best sex. And of course, Kim is doing all this like, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, being very, like, cheeky. I think she just wants to And again, I feel like this family puts so much weight in, like, their worth is derived from, like, men. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, even her trying to prove that she has worth and she's realizing her worth beyond Kanye She's like channeling it through like being sexually appealing in Sports Illustrated and by this younger man. It's like, can you just be like, fuck, I was like living in a bubble for 10 years. I'm going to do whatever I feel like now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like her like reiterating DTF and like, yeah, sexually pretty good. It, it continues to be like, I still got it. But you guys thought I'd be this dried up hag when Kanye decided to divorce me. He, it's like, value 40s based off of men's attraction. Best sex ever. Um, so yeah, she was just talking I'm less attractive by like the hour since like age 20 <laughs> by the hour. Even since, like, and the rapid deterioration since I s- moved in with Dan, it's like once I knew someone actually like loved me, it was just like <sighs> you're like this is I don't over. Wear, like I don't think I wear a bra like one day a week. <laughs> That's comfort. Maybe maybe uh, Kim can do that with Pete. So yeah, just not wear a bra. Um, that's about it for her and Pete. It's basically her her Pete rollout to us. Yeah. Um, Chris. This was a, again, it was an odd scene. And I think if it was on E, it'd be one of those scenes that's not in the show, but they kind of play it between the commercial break. And that is Chloe coming over to Chris's house to run her a bath (laughs) and make her a martini. Again, Chris bringing the personality, the hijinks, bringing some of the luxury, which has been Chris's job. She's been carrying this fucking series so far. But basically, she just gets in the bathtub and says she's nervous about master class. Chris is is always lying and always calculated. Where do you think they got it? But she's so much better at acting. Yes, yes, exactly. It's so entertaining when Chris does it. I'm just so nervous. sitting in the bath in her jewels. Like, we need more of those. Yeah, in her diamonds. They all just be... More like Chris. Just be more like Chris. So anyway, she did her master class. It's whatever. The last scene is Kim's plane, airplane, air, airplane, air Kim's. Um, she was going to Dominican Republic to shoot for Sports Illustrated and some other skim shoots. It's custom light wood because all planes are usually dark inside. It's cashmere, all the fabric. She was wearing Balenciaga. I didn't note that. <laughs> Whoa. It was her first flight, and Pete. She, I, she talked to Pete on the Pete on the phone, and before he actually started talking, talking, I questioned this com- this phone call too. Like, is this real? Um, but basically, she was asking him to work out, gave him a tour of the plane, and then some surprise came from him. I feel like they didn't show it though. As one theory I saw on the internet, I can't remember where, was that 
they were like, oh, it's Kim's favorite. It might have been edibles, so they didn't want to show it, which I feel like Kim oh. would have loved to be like, edibles, I'm so cool. <laughs> I honestly think it's not that deep. I think they didn't show it on purpose. Just to, so that's to just another one of those tidbits. Yeah, to build some mystery and intrigue. Yeah. Like, oh, what did he send? Yeah, so he sent her, and that's how it ended. Like, I'm, all the oh, privacy with them, I think, is just to create the idea yeah. that there's somehow intrigue. Yeah. It's so, like, it's not private. You just Kim has Air Kim, and Kylie has Air Kylie. If another one of those bitches tries to talk to us about environmental, like, Caution or global warming. <laughs> always try to yell at us about using plastic water bottles. They can shove a pl- plastic water bottle up their fucking ass. Air Kim, that's exciting. Again, more luxury. Like I said, the episodes seem to be showing a more luxurious side. Like Chloe shows her if, house. If you ride in a private plane, train, don't talk about me about prison reform. Do don't <laughs> talk to me about in the environment. Like just shut up and ride your dumb jet. Oh, lordy, lordy. Kylie just rides your dumb jet separately than her baby daddy who doesn't even like her. So just do that. Drive the drive the jet. Um, I'm trying to think. I think we covered everything. Sorry for the long episode. We just have to get caught up and back on track. And again, these episodes are so hard to talk about because there's no real flow and everything. So yeah. so sorry if this feels like <laughs> prolonged. Yeah, it was it, it was hard. It was hard. Episode eight was easier for me to organize, but episode seven just had, and I yeah. think because they, they're like announcing something in every scene yeah. almost. So you and have to kind of, things, like you said, the B or C plots where there's yeah. like, like Kylie and Chris shopping, like that's fun. But it's like, <laughs> instead we have these like long drawn out product launches. So, and once we're like back on schedule, then it will be like, we can answer emails and like catch up on the gossip yeah. of the current week instead of like weeks at a time so. exactly so next week the episode on Friday we're going to try to do a Tyrema episode next week we're gonna our schedules. but other than that that's about it hope you all have a great whatever day this is for you <laughs> wherever we are wherever we are so alright bye bye